Welcome to Propel, a podcast by Fellowship Pacific to propel you and your ministry forward in the mission God has for you. I'm your host, Jessica Powell, and in today's episode, Todd Chapman from our Church Life Cycles team talks with Joshua Lee, lead pastor of Nordell Multicultural Christian Church, about how each of us has been given gifts and passions to use for God's kingdom, and how COVID-19 is an opportunity to use those in new ways for the purpose of reaching more people. Let's listen in now to Todd's conversation with Joshua Lee. Uh, I'd like to welcome our listeners and uh, uh, to this podcast. We have a great time uh, coming up here. Uh, lots of information, a little bit of fun, probably a little bit of laughter. If you get to know uh, both uh, myself and Joshua, and uh, I would just uh, honor God as we go through uh, a little bit of um, chat today. Uh, my name is Todd Chapman, and I serve on the Life Cycles team at Fellowship Pacific. And the Life Cycles team essentially deals with church health. And a lot of the areas we cover is church planting, pastoral placement, leadership, care, global ministries, discipleship, vision creation, church conflict, you name it. There's a lot of things there. Uh, today, though, uh, it's not a focus on the Life Cycles team. It's a focus on uh, my good friend and pastor, uh, Joshua Lee, and uh, the opportunities that God is presenting him, has for him, uh, a little bit of uh, what he is doing uh, with what God has given him. And so, uh, Joshua, I just want to maybe open up this time and have you just, just tell us a little bit about your family. Tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you a little bit and we'll go from there. Uh, yeah. Um, my name is Joshua Lee. Um, my Korean name is Jun Ho. You can pronounce that. It's like a Jun... It's like a May and June and June and Ho is a Ho 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 like you can pronounce, pronounce like a Jun Ho. Um, and I was born in Korea, grew up in Korea about like a 28 year, for sure it's South Korea, not North Korea. And uh, like 18 years ago, I moved to Canada with my lovely wife and my both child, uh, grade 10 and 6, they both born in Canada. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's me. That that's great, Joshua. Thank you. And and you're you're a busy guy, though. Besides being a father and a husband, mm-hmm. um, you actually have a number of roles. Uh, I think. I, what what is it that you do with your spare time beyond being a father and a husband? What are you doing? Um, it's true that I uh, kind of like a dip in a lot of lot of different ministry and different things happening, but I really don't like to say that I'm a busy person. <laughs> I know I'm busy, but I don't want to say that I'm a busy person because as long as if I say I'm a busy person, it's cause impressed to the artist like, oh, I'm a busy person, don't call me and I can I can help you. So I don't like that. So it's true, but if it's really, really important and it's things, I always just, you know, take out the time to serve others. That's the first statement that I want to express to you before I explain what I'm doing. Uh, I'm only going to share like a four, four kind of major thing I involved in in my ministry area and life area. The first one is mainly are serving uh, the First Nation community located in Lillooet. Uh, that's my first identity, like as a missionary. So I served that community for about uh, seven years now. And I especially serving the Lillooet First Nation community. Uh, it's like about like a four hours drive from Vancouver to the north, up in the north. And I contact with like 
about like a three to four different uh, First Nation reserve in that area. Uh, I regularly visiting them kind of one or two, one or twice a month. And I also recruit the uh, mission team from local churches and build a team and send to them in the summertime and also in the wintertime, also in the springtime. And we do like his camp and robotics coding camp and providing their free haircut and acupuncture and therapy counseling program and those kind of, you know, the start building the relationship with them. And my goal in the future is uh, if I'm able to plant a church in that community, that's kind of like a final goal. But at this point, I'm just trying to build a really good friendship with the people in Little area. That's my major uh, kind of ministry, the mission ministry. And the second one is uh, as a pastor, uh, I'm serving the local church. It's called Northern Multicultural Christian Church located in North Delta. I start serving the church in, uh, from uh, 2015 as a mission pastor. And beginning of this year, the January, uh, somehow I became lead pastor for, for this church. And that's kind of like my second second role and then third thing um, I'm also working full-time at Pacific Academy the Christian school in Surrey as the IT technician IT tech manager and kind of troubleshooting the, all the computer for the teachers and staff that's kind of third thing what I'm doing the last one the fourth thing is um, I actually plant a uh, online, I, I just don't call this as online church. I call this like a hybrid church. I can explain why I call this hybrid church in the future later on. But uh, I plant the online church in, uh, in Levelstoke like uh, three years ago for the Korean people who live in that small city. Uh, the Levelstoke is a six and a half hours drive from Vancouver. Um, there is no Korean church, but there's like a, about like um, population is about like 100 Korean people living there. So uh, I start uh, building the fellowship with a group of people in Everstow like uh, about three years ago on online. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. Not busy, huh? Wow. <laughs> this is, this is not good. busy. <laughs> I'm okay. I can handle <laughs> not, that. Not busy to, to the people that we don't want to know, you know, but yeah. to the, you're right. Joshua I still have has, time. <laughs> Joshua has an incredibly servant heart, and, and you're going to hear that through our time today. And it's not about lifting Joshua up. It's, it's about realizing and seeing what God has for people, and, like Joshua, and what he can do uh, to others, for others, through people like Joshua. And, and, you know, even in there, Joshua, I hope you get some kudos because you gave a few shout outs. Uh, you know, like uh, the Pacific Academy got a good shout out. So I, I hope they get, you know, get a good plug from our uh, podcast today and our brothers and sisters in Revelstoke. Uh, fantastic as well. Uh, yeah. So with our time today, we're simply, it's going to be great to hear how God has given you, Joshua, your abilities, some of the abilities and some of the passion uh, as well. Um, and, and how you can encourage us because we all have abilities. We all have passions and, and how can uh, you use your gifts and what are you doing to use what God has given you and how that might be an encouragement for us, especially during this time where we might be frustrated with what's going on around us or not, but how can we use our gifts and where God has us? And so that's kind of where we're going to go with this direction today. Um, you have a knack you mentioned for technology. It's part of your job. 
uh, with computers, technologies. Tell us how you use it to impact others for growing God's kingdom. Uh, you mean the right now? Sure. Church. Um, I kind of like kind of like a really long story. Uh, I didn't mean that it's, it's that long. It's, I mean, starting from long ago. Um, when I was young, I, I'm, I'm a boy who really liked to figuring out something. So, uh, tried to fix something, uh, but it's uh, ended up like broken something. <laughs> when I was young, I always just wants to open a radio or something, and then really, really you know, like, there's a lot of curiosity for figuring out what wire is a left color or white color. What is that for? I always just open up and just try to figure and then it's broken it's not working and so my parents is always Joshua don't open it don't open it it's like that was my you know like when I was young and I really I always you have don't some... have to confess Joshua this this is not <laughs> confession time yeah <laughs> that's good anyway that's I think that was kind of like my first interest in this world is so there's so many different devices and so many different things that I can solve the problem that was my kind of like a personal interest and personal ability to figure something. And also um, I really interested into taking kind of engineering course when I was young. Um, but when I was second year of high school, I was born in Christian family. And then I grew up in a Christian family, but uh, it's mostly just kind of like influence from my parents. It's my parents just bring me to the church and my, uh, all my kind of like a, child child period time I always spent in a church but uh I just actually myself accepting Jesus Christ as my personal savior when I was second years in high school and then at the time I kind of feels like I more get into for the mission so I kind of feels like I got I got a calling from God for to be a missionary and then after I get into the uh, college for uh, electric engineering um, major, but I spend most of my extra times and effort and passion for the mission trip. So always just when I have a time, I work and get some like extra money and then save it. And then I join to the mission trip every single vacation times or something like that. So I've been to Africa Street time. I've been to Philippines and I've been to Kenya, Tanzania, Sudan, Vietnam, China, Japan, Philippines twice and Mexico and I spent a lot of lot of effort and energy for traveling all around the world for experiencing um, I mean try to be a missionary and it was pretty good and I always just using utilize my personal skill when I support the team so sometimes they need a they need a photographer I use my photography skill sometimes they need to record some video for the mission project or something i just try that and then when they need when they need to advertise their mission project to some i mean people i always try to design the flyer or those kind of thing and making a website you know every time when the mission team needs something uh i try to figure i, I didn't have any background knowledge and background experience back in the day back in the day there's no youtube there's no internet so like i supposed to figure myself but I spent a lot of, lot of time to figure that myself for uh, kind of supporting the mission team for so many years. And then I suddenly I got some kind of struggling because what I realized after I experienced all the mission, mission dream, trip, mission world, the budget is kind of too small uh, the comparing with what we need to spend for the technology. 
What I mean is like, example, like making five minute video, it costs like $5,000 back in the day. Right now is anyone can make it with a cell phone, but back in the day, it's like a couple thousand dollars need to create five, five minutes, like high end video. And then when you, you know, the sh deploy that video, you have to make a CD or DVD or, you know, it costs a lot of money, but in a mission world budget is too small. So I start struggle, struggling is if I want to be a missionary, do I have to throw this skill set or effort or vision, whatever, do I have to throw away? I have to, have, I have to focusing on track as more like just usual missionary or do I have to keep this one? And then that kind of struggling uh, is come, pops up after several years uh, later than I uh, serving a lot of, lot of mission team. And then I went to uh, Bible school and I studied theology and, but it's always there, always to me, always it's my effort to learning more thing about technology. I mean, try to, try to use technology more and more and more, always on the side. That's kind of like a different aspect for that. And then a couple of years ago, I kind of realized that world is changed, you know, you know, like it's so easy to deploy their, you know, the opinions and everything, the video and those kind of things is able to deploy so easily. And now I think it's, oh, wait a minute. This is a really need for serving kingdom. This, this skill set is now, is became more useful for spreading the word of gospel, gospel to the world. So I didn't realize that when I started running and practicing long ago, but now I realize that, oh, I think this is the God's plan for uh, serving his kingdom, for utilizing these kind of, you know, the skills. And I'm using this skill for managing online worship and uh, creating the worship contents. And um, I, 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 I used every, most of those things to serving serving his kingdom for what I can do uh, best. So that's uh, uh, what I'm doing. Like, does that make sense? Absolutely, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. And, and yeah. that's actually opened uh, a number of doors for you, it sounds like, and opportunities, and, and or God at least has, has created opportunities to even fit what you'd like to do and your creativity in your local church at Nordell um, or in Revelstoke and in other spots. And, um, why don't you share a little bit more of uh, uh, how you got involved with Revelstoke? So many of us uh, uh, are just catching up to the Zoom type stuff or to online uh, ministry or meetings. And you were doing this for a few years ahead of the curve. Uh, and so um, I think maybe, maybe there's some advice you can give in there of how do, we, how do people move forward? What are some things that are out there? What, what uh, great opportunities are there um, that you've taken advantage of uh, Joshua and that God's just opened the doors for you yeah um, I, as I only I mentioned earlier I have a lot a lot of different role for the ministry but none of them is not none of them is starting from my own will it's always just starting from his will it's, he's mm -hmm. always leading me to start it I didn't plan it I didn't mean to start it only thing what I'm what I'm doing was like just just be ready to do it and wait and pray 
and then when the time is come and then everything is start and then like you know that's a kind of how i started especially for the level stock ministry uh i already create and build a platform for online worship and practicing it for the people who visit to the mission field for the mission trip like mission you know the team who visit to the mission field and then they they leave and uh there's a you know the, there's a kind of huge gap between you know the whole around the i mean whole year they only just focusing on a summertime or a certain period of time there's a, like a huge gap so i just create uh the platform for online worship platform for uh worship together with the uh the mission team member who visit to little at before so we kind of like a gathering online for once a month so I already built up the platform and then apply that technology for the First Nation uh, kind of like a mission ministry. And then I'm ready for using that tool. And then one day, uh, one of the family who, uh, who was joined to the mission trip in the summer, and then I still connected with these guys in the summer, uh, through the Facebook. And then one day, this guy just text. I mean, you know, the one day, just, this guy is like, certainly just keep posting the Rocky Mountain pictures and, you know, the Lake Louis. And I was assumed that these guys just maybe traveling to that area. And then, like, I realized that this guy is actually moved to that area. And then I contact with this guy. And then this person just asked me, like, oh, Pastor Joshua, like, uh, I, I was attending a Korean church in Vancouver, but here's there's no Korean church in that area. And then he start uh, sharing about uh, he's he's just kind of struggling to keep up his spiritual growth or something like that. So I just uh, I just I just just suggest him like oh, okay, um, if you want, maybe we can start some kind of spiritual relationship. I I, I didn't mean to start church at that point. I was thinking just one and one uh kind of online mentorship or something like kind of because it's only one family so so just ask, ask him like okay just give me two months it was like a it was like a october just ask him back like give me two months and then just uh, i will contact with you back and after two months after i just prepare everything and then during the two months period of time this family just spreading the word around him the old korean community in Revelstok. and then like we technically start uh the first worship online uh was the like a third i, I remember like a third week of january is so back in the day i think it's uh, three years ago and the first first worship we have like a six family join because this person is just reading a word and then people interesting to get in so we start like a sunday worship online we start start um kind of like um the bible study group online but they actually gathering in a one spot in the city. But I'm the only person who contact with a group of people there. It's like a, something like that. And then like uh, we start Bible study. We worshiping together. We just texting each other. We just just start um, building fellowship in that area. And then just 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 technically later on, people just say, "Oh, Joshua, you actually plant a church there." Oh, really? But I didn't realize that. But actually, just church is planted. It just start that way. And it's then later amazing. on, yeah, it's like, that's how I start. It's like, yeah. oh, it's, it's amazing what God does. Again, he will take and, and use what you, what you give and he'll lay it on your heart and he'll just make it blossom and grow. And Joshua, so, just, you mentioned about yeah. being available. So what I mean is 
the technology itself is not make this happen. Mm. What I mean is uh, if you have a passion or if you have a, you know, effort to serve others, when you see the need there, mm. then if you have a passion for um, you know, find a solution for helping people who are struggling for spiritual growth or whatever. So it's like an initial point is supposed to be the need. That's a really important point. If you see some someone need God's help, God's gospel, and good news, that's supposed to be the uh, initial point. It's like it is is some some people just assume that like oh, Pastor Joshua has a lot a lot of skill, and then Pastor Joshua has like experience before, so maybe he only only I can do this or do this or do this, and then I have a power to managing all kind of technological skill, then I can do it. That's not the that's not the core thing that I can start it. The core things that make me start it is there's a need, and then there there is a kind of like a invisible energy and effort to gathering together and worshiping together and then pray together. And then only thing what I did is just help them, and then this just just happens. So, it's I I believe that is anyone can anyone can anyone anyone can do it. I think. So I appreciate that. Uh... Joshua, so so what, what you, you mentioned earlier that uh, just God gave you this sense to to go and step out in this need. How, how do you know? Isn't that's the big question, isn't it? That a lot of people ask. How do you know that this is where you should go? Well, so what what indicators do do you look at? Do you listen to 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 jump into something and uh, that maybe you've never done or um even you've done before and you say you know what god you're in this let's go what what indicators get get you that for me personally my indicator is is my calling so technically my calling is uh missionary as a missionary i always just focusing on uh spreading spreading the word of gospel and especially my specialty is like kind of planting church planting a church so what i sharing my role four different roles so everything is related to church planting everything it seems like i just dip in the too many different things dip in too many different things but all of them is some some part some portion is related to church planting so when i start new thing when i jump into the new ministry or something when i start something i always just just checking myself can i do this am i able to do it is it related why related with my personal calling so like for for the level stock itself is i already has uh, so many different uh ministry before but when i started god gave me the passion to start worshiping with them because it's church planting so for me it's like the kind of indicator is uh if this thing is uh matched with my personal calling to his kingdom then i always do it always is willing to that's that's fantastic thank yeah. you joshua so how how does this play out with the the important people in your life your family around um joshua and i met not that long ago uh, just to, to chat and see how things were and and to catch up and and when i when i uh had him on and connecting on on our computer and we were looking back and forth. He had this huge green screen. And, and I said, where is that? And he's like, it's in my dining room. And I'm thinking, you know, this woman must love you, Joshua. 
uh, you have your entire setup in your home, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. uh, and some of the things you do. Um, tell, us, tell us a bit about the impact and the importance of family uh, as you uh, walk where God has called you and your family to walk. Um, you know, I, I already working this way for so many years as so my family is already, already know and get used to it. And <laughs> like, uh, when I record a sermon or something, they know the, oh, daddy is doing some recording right now. We have to be quiet. <laughs> 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 like, like right now, it's like, you know, the, oh, daddy has a podcast rec recording. Is it everybody say, every shh. Sh <laughs> you know, it's like everybody know about the environment and they adopted it. And also like, um, I try to share everything with my family, like, um, rather just, just, oh, this is my ministry. And this is, you don't, you don't touch that. Like always just like, oh, this is what I'm doing. If you're able to help me, you can help me. And then if you're interested to do, you know, involved in any ministry, any, I mean, any type of, you know, the position, whatever, it's just, just, just more than welcome to help me and help us to do this. Not only for the ministry, like example, like uh, my daughter, and then she's like grade six and she loved art and craft. And uh, she, you know, the right now is trending. Like YouTube is trending. It's like, if you ask elementary kids, what's your, uh, what's your uh dream for the future there's a lot of a lot of kids gonna say like youtuber being a youtuber like something like that right so like um even my daughter she just asked me to making a youtube channel because we have all equipment and everything and i have like i have a computer for editing i have a yeah too many camera for you know it's like too many things at home it's unusual but so like uh she just she just asked me to do it and then I actually helped her to create the YouTube channel uh, for making craft and art. And she loved it. And then she has a 44th subscriber. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then amazing. like, yeah, her, her friends is really like her channel. So. <laughs> I was going to say, that's more than both you and I combined, maybe, Joshua. <laughs> it's like Ali Apple. <laughs> because her school, her school uh, nickname is Ali Apple. Just like her, her friends around her is like, okay. It's like, you have to make the channel name like that. It's like, that yeah, let's do it. That's awesome. But like, it, just a ladder, just a separate from every ministry from from home like i try to share everything this is what i'm doing i need your support i need your prayer or if you need any interest into using this skill for your personal life as a use it and you know that's how, kind of how i manage yeah. and they get firsthand thank you josh when they get firsthand at seeing how you use what god has given you yeah. and your heart for it and so you've talked into it a few times now and, and as our time winds down uh, here. Um, what is your motivation to reach and connect with places like Revelstoke, Lillooet? What is behind it, Joshua? What is, what is it that God is laying on your heart that motivates you to do things haven't been done before? You haven't mm -hmm. uh, done them before. Uh, you try and maybe there's failure in there. What is that motivation for you? Um, my biggest motivation, I like kind of fundamental motivation is for sure is for making disciples and plant a church and something like that. But my biggest motivation is 
I kind of like passionate to build some kind of like a big platform that everybody get together and everybody just, you know, the worshiping together, like a fellowship together, like in a, an online base that kind of, that like, if I able to make, if I able to create some kind of like a big, you know, example, like the Facebook was so popular right now, you know, a lot of people complaining about their, you know, uh, the functionality or whatever UI or those kind of thing. A lot of people, complaining about it and then some people say is Facebook is dying whatever but it's still active because there's so many people there so many people using that platform and then like a lot of marketer on business people they try to promoting their you know the project and you know the products through the Facebook platform and then there's tons of like a big you know kind of big size kind of really big uh, platform there so if as a Christian um, as a pastor, as a missionary, if I able to build like, you know, really, really kind of like an open, really big platform, focusing on mission, focusing on uh, church planting, I think that's kind of like a, my final big picture for what I'm doing right now. But, uh, you know, the one thing is uh, when I share this kind of vision to people, uh, before, before coronavirus, uh, there's a two different kind of respond to me. Like one, one group of people like, hmm, pretty interesting. You know, it's like, uh, it didn't say anything, anything much. And then like, and then like, it didn't say anything too much about it. But the, the other part is like, oh, pretty interesting. It's pretty unique and pretty creative. What I felt like, uh, you know, before the coronavirus, uh, when I explained, when I share what I'm doing, actually, is a lot of people, uh, you know, think what I'm doing is like kind of crazy. This what 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 this is, is this guy is what why this guy is doing this? So it's kind of like those kind of kind of you know the feels is always always just feel to me like it's kind of unusual things and is it really worship or is it actually work? Are we able to actually plant a church online? Well, what's the, what's the make us really church? What, what's the make us something like that? So, but you know what? I realized that after coronavirus, a lot of, lot of Christian peoples and a lot of people around the world, their mindset, their perspective is changing. Right now, this is the worshiping online. It's not optional. It's just uh, everybody has supposed to do that. So even like around me, a lot, a lot of pastors contacted me. Pastor Joshua, how can I do that? How can I do this? Can you help me? And then uh, what kind of device I need to buy? What kind of solution that I need to use? I was kind of like a first, first, first and second weeks of coronavirus happened. And then like I was really, really busy to answering the question and also happy. Because I feel like uh, oh, now people start realizing that. Now people start understand, understanding what I'm doing. And then that's kind of things like uh, what I experienced last uh, couple months during after the pandemic. It's like, uh, so what I'm thinking right now is we have to prepare for uh, after we, you know, go through everything and then all the church is back to normal. But this time we have to spend this time wisely, improving our ability, improving our, you know, 
the ability to use the technology for the ministry. So after we back to normal, but I'm thinking like we have to use that skill for kind of, you know, we need to have a, we need to apply that skill set to the ministry in the future as well for reaching out to people who need it. But uh, we never access, never reach out before. That's, that's good wisdom, Joshua. And uh, you guys, it, it, Joshua has been very kind uh, to us at the fellowship. And if you, if you do want some more information, if he has time, he'd help you in any way. And uh, we have some of his contact information at the Fellowship Pacific uh, website. Um, just a few more minutes, Joshua. You know what we should do, though? Um, Fellowship Pacific values and uh, our listeners from various ethnicities, would you mind sharing just what you said, your passion, your motivation? Would you mind sharing your heart in Korean for our Korean listeners? You mean in Korean? Absolutely in Korean. Um, I, technically, it's the same, same, same deliverance. And um, okay, I will, it's really hard to switch to speaking English. Here's <laughs> that new challenge. Really hard to like. Um, 아이 방송을 듣고 계신 한국 목사님들이나 한국 사역자들이 계신다면은. Um, 어려운 상황 가운데서도 코로나 바이러스를 이기기 위해서 열심히 사역하시고 섬기시는 목사님들 주님으로 축복하고 또이 시간을 통해서 이 기간을 통해서 단지 그냥 기존에 드려지던 예배가 기존에 그냥 드려지던 예배를 그냥 그 임시적으로 그냥 바꿔서 예배를 드리는 어떤 그런 것이 아니라 이 시간을 우리가 교회가 어떤 스킬적으로나 여러 가지 방법론적으로 새로운 기술들을 배워서 우리가 원래 노멀된 노멀 상황으로 돌아간 이후에도 교회 안에서 계속해서 이렇게 리치아웃 할수 없고 이렇게 다가갈 수 없는 다가가기 힘든 지역에 있거나 다가가기 힘든 상황에 있는 사람들에게 우리가 복음을 전하고 또 다가갈 수 있는 그런 도구로 이 어떤 온라인 미니스트리의 이 도구들이 사용되어질 수 있는 일들이 계속해서 교회 안에서 이렇게 더 많아지고 그런 것들이 공유되어졌으면 좋겠다는 그런 생각입니다. 감사합니다. Yeah. Ah, thank you, sir. Wow, right on the spot too, Joshua. Um, hey, just just one last question for you. I really appreciate the time that you've given us and uh, taking uh, you away from different things, but really encouraging us. Uh, and sharing with us your heart and what God has given you just in a small glimpse. Anyways, God has given us each abilities and passions. What encouragement can you give to those in our churches to follow and use what God has given them? There's one or two things that you could just tell them uh, as they're listening now, what would that be? Um, yeah. When I talk about, you know, there's uh, some group of people uh, still is uh, kind of like a scared to use technology for the ministry. Maybe they scare because it can, you know, can change everything, every valuable thing in a church is possibly like people, after people just get, you know, get used to it for attending church online. And then after that, like some people just concerned about like, they are not going to come back to the actual church again. It's kind of those kind of like a concern and concern or something like that. But, you know, the, I'm pretty sure, uh, according to my personal experience for last year for doing online church, you know, the ironically, the key for doing online church is offline. You know what I mean? You know, the, the doing online church 
allow us to get together and then get together and connect each other because we able to actually meet together. It's different from watching random YouTube sermons from YouTube channel. It's different from connecting with me here and there. It's just interact each other, pray each other. It's totally different thing. It's not just watching TV. It's different. The reason why recently a lot, a lot of churches doing their ministry, doing their church online, online worship right now, but it's totally different. The people just watching, watching, you know, the attending like, you know, fancy, fancy video uh, from TV worship channel. It's totally different than because the church already has their own fellowship. It's already built up there. So they create the content. They try to communicate with people that makes more like church. That's kind of key value. It's kind of ironical thing. It's a technological thing. It's just a tool. Technical thing is just tool. It's, it's not the core value. Our core value is the Bible. Our core value is, you know, the people, people of God. That's our core value. As long as you, you just hold that and then you don't need to worry about it. We don't need to scare to using the technology applied to the church ministry as well. There's one of the, the pretty um, popular scholar in, uh, in Korea. He just mentioning about technology. It's just, I mean, the, explain the technology like this way. Like so many people, not even the church word. And then a lot of people just concerned about and then scared about like AI has come up and replacing human or something like that. People just scare about it. But that scholar is just mentioning that um, we don't, we can't compete with, horse for speed if someone tried to and practicing you know the having a lace with a horse and then you know we we, we can't do that we can't just you can't run faster than horse this is obviously even if you just learning every day practicing every day if you just study all the you know the you know strategy to you know running faster you can't compete you can't beat the speed of the horse that's obvious thing the only thing we need to do is just slide it on. You know, just slide it on and then use it. And then that speed is going to be yours. So I think this technology is the same. You know, this is obviously, you know, it's obvious thing. We can't compete with computer. We can't compete with AI. They're, they're faster than us. You know, they're, they're more smarter than us. They memorize faster and more than us, our human brain. But we have to remember that. The only thing you need to do is just light up. Right. Wise words from, from Joshua. Get on the horse. Get on the horse. The horse and is moving. Race. Get yeah. on. Just hang on. Hang on. Use it. Joshua, this has been great. Yeah. I appreciate for you reminding us that God is building a community. And God is building us to be a part of that community. And God will use you uh, and what he has given you. And, and just seek it out. Um, and God will open those doors. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for so much for your uh, busyness, for your uh, uh, time of, of loving those that God has brought around you. And uh, we pray for you blessings on those ministries, on yourself and your family. And let me end this time with prayer. Lord, we thank you for this time. Thank you for Joshua. Thank you for uh, the ministries that you have apart, for the communities, uh, for Lillooet, for Revelstoke, for uh, North Delta. Uh, for the school community as well. Uh, just thank you. Thank you for the opportunities that you are giving him and for uh, your presence in his heart. 
uh, as Savior, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. We will follow up with you. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We would love to hear your thoughts on this topic, and you can share those with us in the comments or on social media using the hashtag PropelPodcast. As always, our team at the Fellowship Pacific Ministry Center is committed to serving you. To find out more about the resources we have available and how we can support you, visit www.fedpacific.ca.